Hola, hermanos y hermanas en Cristo. Hoy tengo una sorpresa para ti. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. I have a great surprise for you today in this interview. I will be interviewing Myra Cordero, a beautiful Spanish Catholic coach, while we discuss all things Catholic and coaching. Come on into the podcast. Bienvenido. Hello, Catholic Divas. Welcome to Cycles and Sanctity Podcast. I am Mama Jane, wife to Steve for almost 37 years, mother of six wonderful children, fertility awareness instructor, and a Catholic mindset coach. Are you confused about your cycle? Do you want to learn how charting your cycles can give you insight, not only to your health, but your mental and emotional state as well? And most importantly, using this information to draw closer to God and pursue your path to holiness? If you answered yes, then you are in the right place. Go grab your journal and your favorite pen and let's do this. Hello, Catholic Divas. Welcome back to Cycles and Sanctity. Happy Thanksgiving. I am Mama Jane, and I have a beautiful guest today for you. Her name is Myra Codero. She is also a Catholic coach, but she coaches women in Spanish. So, por favor, todos las Latinas, escúchame, escúchame. Let's listen up. <laughs> <laughs> My Spanish is not that great, people, but that's okay. So Myra is a, her business is called Tu Coach Católica. And she is originally from Mexico, from Mexico City, from a little town called Delicioso. She actually lived in El Paso, which is where I live, for 10 years. We hadn't met while you were here, but she's now in Victoria, Canada, just above Seattle. And we met through our Catholic coaching training, and we just hit it off because of El Paso. The beautiful thing about our program of certification for Catholic coaching is that we actually do drills, and so we actually practice on one another. So Myra has actually coached me on a number of issues, and I have coached her on a number of issues. Yes. And <laughs> it's beautiful. Myra has a master's in environment and management, and she has this beautiful program called Tribes of the Beloved Daughters of God. In Spanish, it's Tribu de las Hijas Amadas de Dios. Did I say that right? You said it wonderfully. Oh, I love perfect. it. Okay. So welcome, Myra. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Mama Jane, for this invitation. I was so excited when you said, let's do something together. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes. So this episode is called Give Thanks in All Circumstances. And I just have to share with our audience, Myra has truly been a witness to me in being able to give thanks to all circumstances. She's moved a number of times. She lives in a foreign country. She doesn't speak English so many times, like with our coaching program right now, it's all in English. And she has struggled to, to translate and then serve her clients in Spanish, but she does it so beautifully and giving thanks. And I just really appreciate all of the gifts and the witness that you've been to the community of Catholic coaches. So thank you for that, Myra. Thank you. Well, we started with thank you, right? Yes. <laughs> thank you yes. so much. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So share a little bit, because you were in the middle of your master's program when you joined Metanoia. Is that correct? Right. That's correct. I was exactly, yeah, I was in the middle. As part of one of my goals, 
well, I met Metanoia thanks to Lisa Canning, mm-hmm. right? And thanks to the women's school. Mm-hmm. So first was the women's school. I did the women's school and then I met Lisa and, and then and then Lisa talked about Metanoia. And for me, I, I was already a coach mm-hmm. and I was Catholic, mm-hmm. but I was not a Catholic coach. Right. And that's so yeah. important that really... I just want to really focus on that because that is so important. There are so many coaches and just a little kind of awareness for our audience. Catholic coaching or coaching in itself is really becoming a a huge industry because just like you need a coach for your soccer team or a health coach to help you with your health goals, sometimes we just need a coach to help us to manage our emotions and our thoughts so that we really can receive the goals or create the life that we choose, but really understand where we're coming from and where we've been. And yet there had never been coaches that were Catholic. And it's one of those things that when I, way back when, back in 1993, gosh, almost 30 years ago, I was introduced to homeschooling. I delved into so much homeschooling, all of the information, which really there wasn't that much information at the time. And yet I knew that I wanted to homeschool with a Catholic education because I wanted my children to have a Catholic education. But at the time, the closest Catholic school was 45 minutes away. And my husband was military. So I knew that like, I wasn't going to guarantee where there was going to be the next place if there was going to be even a Catholic education. And- When I moved here in El Paso, I met a Catholic homeschooler who had daughters with my oldest daughters. So I was like, okay, well, we have at least one friend. And she introduced me to a homeschool group, but she was the only Catholic there. So it was Mm. the same thing. It's like there's homeschoolers and they may be Catholic, but then there's Catholic homeschooling. Right. And And there's a difference. And there's a huge difference. And I always joke and tell people like, that's my claim to fame in El Paso is that I started the first Catholic homeschool group here and we would pray the rosary and we just celebrated All Saints Day at the beginning of the month. We would have a Saints Day party and we would really help. How do we establish the Catholic culture? How do we teach our children to be Catholic? And so that's what I'm hearing you say is that what attracted you to Metanoia Catholic which is exactly with me is that when I found Metanoia Catholic, same thing. I hadn't heard, actually, I was kind of the opposite in that I hadn't heard about the women's school. Just a little background, the women's school that we're talking about is run by January Donovan, who does a wonderful, and I know a number of women who, like yourself, that are strategists from the women's school. It's a great program. So I have been in personal development for probably over 30 years because I always had a side business as a stay-at-home mom. I always had a side gig. And part of the side gig, we always talked about personal development. But for me, that was part of my own journey in personal development was it was never Catholic. And I wandered, I was very wounded at one point in my life and I wandered too far away. And so Mm. what I kind of did was throw the baby out with the bathwater and didn't listen to anything. So when I had another business, they would try to do book studies and stuff. And I was like, nope, not reading that, not reading that. 
And yet I knew how important the personal development was. And so for me, when I found Matanoia Catholic, literally I was jumping up and down because this is so solidly Catholic and it makes a real difference. So share with me, Myra, what was your first reaction with Metanoia Catholic? I think it was the same as you. I was jumping up and down with the tigers inside of us, right? (laughs) I was like, yeah, thank you, Lord, for this, right? Thank you so much for, because this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to coach, you know, it took me so long, even though I had my encounter with the Lord, because I broke down. Well, we all are broken, right? But the circumstances put me, like you said, put me to my knees. And I said, well, if you exist, show me the way. Mm -hmm. Show me the way to get up. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to be truly, it's at that moment on my life, I have lived 10 years in El Paso. I had had a wonderful job. I used to work at El Paso Community College. I started a recycling program there. Oh, wow. As a 19-year-old new in the country. And I had all this love from the people from the community. I did more than 800 workshops in sustainability, how to take care of the environment. And I noticed there, our story, everything is connected, right? I I noticed like people will be like, oh, I don't care about the environment. And I'm like, okay, but do you care about your health? Yes. Oh, well, let me tell you, right? We live in the environment, right? We live within. So whatever happens to the environment happens to you. Do you care about your wallet? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, you can take care of your wallet while you take care of the environment. So I start making all these to the point that I got to, to start into my last workshops. I was talking about meditation. I was talking, to be honest, I was talking about yoga. I was talking about all these things that help you to connect spiritually, right? All the things that I thought that help you to connect spiritually. So you can have this appreciation, that thankfulness for the earth. And I was looking at the side of, oh, let's save the planet, literally, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Even though I was raised Catholic, like you said, many of us, we're raised Catholic, but that doesn't mean that we know our fate. Right. So I get married. I have my first son, my only son. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to have the perfect picture, right? Mm-hmm. If my family, I actually leave my job, even though I love my job, I love what I did. But I always had that dream that I wanted to have my family and I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So I thought this is going to be just wonderful, right? The happy ending. And then when I got into what I thought it was the happy ending, it was just the beginning. (laughs) Just the beginning. So I was in my knees because I didn't know back then, but I did went through postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Also, I did not know what I know now that... I went through so many griefs, right? Leaving my job, leaving what I love, leaving all of this, thinking that my identity was what I did, not Mm. who I am. Right. Right. Thinking that I was, my value came from being the environmental specialist, right? Being this woman who did all of these achievements to now have 24-7 with a baby. And sometimes we think that that baby is that one who's going to bring you all the happiness and all the joy. And by no means, I mean, 
mother has been my biggest gift, mm -hmm. but I also had my biggest awakening to reality. To yes. You create your reality with God, obviously, if you want to, right? Right. But it was a before and after. I was like, oh, that's why so many mothers during my workshops will look at me with a face like, you want me to do what? I barely survive. And you want me to clean with vinegar? You want me to do all of these things? I can't. And it is so true because sometimes in motherhood, we see it as this perfect, beautiful picture. And it's not that it's not that, but it comes with all of it. Right. We're not told the heartaches. We're not told the sufferings. And motherhood is good and holy. But anything that's good and holy requires sacrifice, requires suffering. But right. the beautiful thing about being a Catholic is the suffering can be redemptive. And like you said, you said something so beautiful in that through your motherhood, that's kind of how you started to wake up and get on your knees. And so you drew ever closer to the Lord. And that's where the Lord meets us. The Lord meets us where we're at. He doesn't right. say, no, you got to get over here. No, he comes into our lives as much as we invite him because he is the perfect gentleman. When we invite him, even just a small bit, like Jesus help me. He's like, okay, you invited me. Now we're going right. to, you know, <laughs> you, said it. you said it, I'm here. Right. And even yeah. if we're like, oh, no, 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 I just want you to stay at the front door, Lord. <laughs> I don't want you coming into the, the back All room. All the mess that I have in here, yeah. right? And yet he loves that mess. I think that's the, the biggest thing for me personally is that that I've, I've really started to understand. And we've been going through uh, a series uh, of perimenopausal. So it's for those older women who their cycles are starting to change. Their children are growing up. They might notice their families aren't this picture perfect thing. And they're kind of wondering like, how in the heck did I get here? Because they've been in the trenches so long, but they haven't really even realized where they're going because they've been doing the thing, surviving, like you said, postpartum or having the babies or taking care of the kids, trying to manage the home, all that stuff. And then they wake up one morning and they, you know, and then their their health starts to change because their cycles are starting to change everything. But that's where the Lord wants to meet us is in our messiness. He loves the messiness. One of the great things for me was I read a book and I've mentioned it a number of times on this podcast is Father Gately from the Marians of the Immaculate Conception. He has a beautiful at-home retreat called Consoling the Heart of Jesus and this one thought that he has given me such consolation is it gives Jesus great joy when we allow him to be our savior. Mm. And that's really the mystery is that we don't need to be saved if our life is perfect, right? That was the whole thing about the Pharisees. They were like, well, I don't need to repent. And yet that's not, that's not who the Lord served, right? He came. And he told the, the broken, Pharisees, the sickness, right. the, right? the physician's not for the healthy, it's for the, the sick. And the truth is we're all sick. We're all broken. We're all sinners. We all need our savior. It's right. just, when will we acknowledge Accept it? Right. Acknowledge acknowledge it. We're the blind, we're the broken, we're the lame. Jesus help us. Jesus save us. 
Right. So, so tell me when you, so you, let's get back to metanoia because we kind of went off on a tangent, but right. We're so good at going back. (laughs) This is going to be so great. Just bear with us. Right. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes. Yeah. My husband sometimes like, where are you going? Like come back to where you were going. Right. That's right. Yeah. The metanoia, what happened is that I did all this personal development as you did. I I walked through fire with Tony Robbins. Oh, wow. I did not expect that to happen. I did all of these trainings. And then when I met Metanoia Catholic, it was like, oh, I was living my faith and coaching so separately. I was even trying to keep it separate, trying to hide. But then the Lord was bringing me people who were Catholics or Christians. And I was noticed the difference between the clients that I had, even the Christian versus the clients that were Catholic. And this lady that he brought me, was a lady who, and I know it was completely the Lord. It was a lady who was going through the same stuff that I went because it was not only the motherhood for me, it was my marriage. Because I read this book that in the first year of your baby, like 80% or something of the marriages get divorced. Wow. Yeah, that they had made this study where they saw that 80% of the marriages get divorced at the first year of the baby. And I was just like, this is so true because we don't know how to manage to be a wife, to be a mother, and then all what it requires to be, all the skills that requires to be a mother, to be a wife, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I mean, for the their side too, right? For them to be a father and to be a husband. Right. So this woman comes along. And she's dealing through many stuff that I've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. And that I, thanks to the Lord, praise to him that he had shown me. The first thing, and I wanted to say it aloud, the first thing that he showed me is you are love. You are love. No matter what you have done, no matter what you're going through right now, you are love. You are my love. And from that, filling up my cup with the Lord. Well, that he exists, one, because I have, I love my scientific background. He showed me the, the Eucharistic miracles. That was the first way that, that our Lord said, hey, I do exist and I'm here. And the science has proved that I'm here. <laughs> and then once I'm like, oh, you are here. Okay. And then he was like, and I love you. I love you just the way you are. Just with everything that you are, I love you. And then with that, he started me to bring with other coaching, with other techniques, human development, which I now know how important is that human development piece. And when I start working with this woman, she was like, my husband, these, 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 my husband, these, and, and my husband, and my husband, and looking at the husband as everything that the husband has done wrong, which it is true. I mean, as humans, we fail. And as humans, we make mistakes. That is for sure. But it is not where you, like the circumstance, right? How's the Lord prepare you to live in that circumstance? Because for more than we wish to change our husbands, we're doing this challenge right now with the book, Be Heal, and the other one about praying, the power of a praying wife. And, and the book said, the praying of the woman wife, that it's like, God, in order to change your husband, 
he starts working with you. Mm. It's not who needs to be changed, who's willing to be changed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop you real quickly right there because you just said so many powerful things, but I would love you to go back and say some of the things in Spanish. I, I really want you to pour into our Spanish speaking listeners on you. You talked about that. You understood God is loved. You, I filled my cup like you are loved. Diga por favor en español. <laughs> How would you say it with your Spanish clients about that first principle of understanding that no matter what we've done, no matter where you've been, God. Eres amada. Sí, sí. Por favor. Yeah. Eres amada. Nos juzgamos. Nos pretendemos que no somos suficientemente buenas para ser amadas. No lo han dicho. Tienes que ganarte el amor. You have to earn that love, right? And God says, no, I give up everything for you. You don't have to. Di todo por ti. Tú no tienes que. Tú no tienes. Tú no tienes que hacer algo para recibir mi amor. You don't have to do anything to receive my love. It's that simple and yet so difficult to understand and to believe because as mothers, we also fall into the trump that is like, okay, if you behave, then I'll give you this. Right. Conditional and, and love, then, right? Right. The conditional love. And then you think, oh, God, I've been so bad. Obviously, how are you going to love me if I've been so bad? And he's almost like, because you're being so bad? I love you even more. <laughs> yes, right? it's, it reminds me of Sister Faustina's diary, right? He says that my mercy goes to the lowest point. Right. Like my mercy goes to the lowest point. It's almost like the worst, the sinner, the more he desires. I mean, his love, his, it's like the woman at the well. She's a Samaritan, like, who are you, a Jew, asking me for water? And they have this conversation and then go get your husband. And she's like, I don't have a husband. He goes, you're right, you don't. You've had five husbands and the man you're living with now is not your husband. It, it was not a condemnation. It was not, it was literally a fact. It was just simple facts that he was stating about her life with with no judgment, with no condemnation, with no scorn, with no mockery. And she was so overcome by the love that he had that she went and told the whole town. Right. And you know that part, Mama Jane, I love that you bring that up because for so long has given me so much trouble to understand that it's like, how is it that you face the Lord and then he tells you everything that you have done wrong and then you're so convicted to go and tell everybody he knows everything. Like, how is it that you don't feel ashamed and you don't, not as a chiquita and you don't make yourself so small, right? Like, oh Lord, yeah, I have done this, 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 this. And during this challenge, he gave me the answer. He showed me on, through the books. He's like, because it was the first time that this woman felt seen truly with that love. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time a man desire her, but desire her truly, not that desire of using her, but that desire of like the water, that desire to, to fill her up completely. Yeah. So it was a, 
Oh, right. And that's exactly, and I get chills in my body right now because that's exactly what happened to me. Like I saw, I saw the Lord seeing me through my pain, through Lord, I don't want to be in this marriage. Lord, I wanted so badly to be mother, to be a wife. And I don't want this. Like, I don't feel good right here. I should be so happy because I have the perfect, what they call the perfect family. And still I'm broken inside and I'm in pain. And, and the Lord seeing me like, I see you. I see you and I love you in that pain and your life can be different if you let me fill you up with me yeah and it was like ah that's why the woman had this strength to go and the scripture says she went and screamed he knows everything but i'm thinking that she probably also screamed like he knows me he knows me and he loves me I mean, it's the first time that she doesn't feel judged by mm-hmm. another, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she can just and be. And I think be, she can, right. She can just be and not try to fulfill a role right. that someone else has put on her. It, it's interesting. It's one of those things that in my family of origin, we've talked about this many times I'm the youngest and I'm 60. So all my brothers and sisters are much older, but we've talked about how when we have a family reunion and if it's anything longer than three days, we all fall into the roles that we've been placed, no matter how much we've changed, no matter what our life looks like and our new family, our marriage and things like that. When we come back, we all had a tendency to fall back into the role that we were given by somebody. And in coaching world, we talk about manuals, those expectations, right? And and then the chaos starts because that's really not who we are anymore. We've right. grown, but the expectation of the family of origin and even my dad, he was a Marine during World War II. He was in Korea. He was in Vietnam. I mean, he was this, the only best way I can say this, sorry, is it, he was a badass. Actually, his nickname in the military was Malambre. He was Malambre mm-hmm. because peop, the enemy, they were scared of him. And either people loved him or hated him. But we would go back to New York where his family was, and he would be Johnny Boy. You know, <laughs> Johnny, but Johnny, but Johnny, you know? <laughs> and so, and so that's half that battle, right? Is understanding what are the roles or expectations that we've either placed on ourselves right, or that other people have placed on us. Or like you said, like I had this quote unquote, perfect. I, I had what I wanted. I was married. I had my children. I was a stay at home mom all of this expectation and what that looked like. And yet interiorly there was chaos. So the outward had this facade, which many times is the problem with social media is that many times people like, Oh, we have this perfect life and la la la. And yet their interior is not coinciding. Right. Right. And I think that's what helps with our Catholic coaching, training, and serving 
other women as Catholic coaches, that's kind of what we bring to the table is how to acknowledge that. First of all, like you said, you had to get on your knees and acknowledge I'm a mess. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These series of episodes of, of perimenopause, that's kind of how I started this. That's where I got to be. I was in this perimenopause and I was like, I'm a mess. Like, what the heck? And because I'm older, what I've discovered is that's not a one and done aspect. Right. (laughs) And that's the mystery of the Lord's journey with us is that he's always converting us. He's always drawing us ever closer into his love and understanding. He's going to take us, like I mentioned, Lord, help me. I need you in my life, but only come to the front door. But he eventually wants to go to the whole house. And then there's other things. And then you're like, oh, my life is good with you till here. And then another mess. Lord, I need another wave. Another big wave comes along. That's right. But it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful story. So let's get to your, your tribe of beloved daughters of God. Tribu de las hijas amadas de Dios. Oh, love it. I, I probably didn't say it very well, but that's okay. How did you start this program and share with me some of the testimonies of the women that you've helped? I'd love to hear that. Yes. Well, just to finish very fast with the lady that the Lord bring me this lady in December 25. Literally, December 25 on Christmas Day, wow. right? Wow. And I have this discovery call on Christmas Day. And she explaining me everything that how how bad is she's feeling because she doesn't have the marriage that she dreamt that she was going to have, right? And right. she feels bad because she cannot be understood. She cannot be loved by the person that she thought she was going to stay for the rest of her life. And I said... I know where you are and I know that you can be in a different way and you can feel in a different way. I know sometimes that's when we're in that darkness, I call it like I was living in that darkness, right? That darkness place. We think that darkness is going to last forever. That's what our brain tells us. That's what the enemy loved for us to believe that we're going to stay there forever. But the Lord doesn't want us there. The Lord allows us to be there so we can look for the light. Right. So we can look for him. So I said, hey, give me a chance to be your coach. I know I can help you because I've been there. And I can help you to see him again, to see the, that light. And she was like, oh, she was holding him back all these thoughts, right? But I'm going on vacation. Well, January is coming. And then in February, I'm going to go on vacation. And then to convince my husband to help me to pay for this coaching. That's another story, right? And I'm like, I've been there too, <laughs> right? And and I said, just give me the opportunity because I felt so much pain, so much grief in there that I was so moved because I was like, Lord, I don't want her there. And the Lord said, I know, that's why I brought her in, right? And... And I started working with her in January. February, she leaves for vacation, teaching her all the things. And at that moment, I was not a Catholic coach yet. I was beginning to realize that the Lord wanted to use me, 
but I still didn't have the certification or anything like that. And I was just basing all my tools and in the personal development world, right? How can you be thankful? How can you change your mindset? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she did that. It was like a huge aha moment. She comes back from vacation and she says, Maida, you will not believe. Like, I am so thankful for you. I am so, so thankful for you. And I'm like, tell me about it. And she's like, if I didn't have the tools that you have given me, I will come back from that vacation ready to sign the papers of divorce. And she's a Catholic. I was so moved by that because I was like, what happened? And then she said, we fall into the pattern like we always tend to fall, right? Because like you said, you fall into the expectations, into the roles, into you're supposed to be doing this, you're supposed to be doing that. And then that fight of power, that fight of who's right. Mm -hmm. And she said, I fall into that darkness place. She said it. I, I was there in the bathroom of the hotel, laying on the floor saying, what am I doing here? Feeling that pain, right? And I have been there. Like, it's so understandable. Literally, you're not even in your knees. You're on the floor mm -hmm. with that pain that drags you down. Mm -hmm. And then she said, I remember the tool that you gave me. And I was like, which one? <laughs> because I want to use it when I need it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Which one will I give you? And then she said, to move my body. Because that's the thing. We don't realize we are one with our bodies. And, and for Mama Jane, I know that sometimes we think, oh, no, we're spirit. And no, no, we're not only spirit. That's why Jesus became man, that's to right. have that body, to mm -hmm. feel what we feel, right? right. Mm -hmm. So the tool was move your body. So first move your body. Connect. Connect with the Lord. And the way that she connects was through songs, mm. through praising. Mm -hmm. So connect to your body, thank, and just make a make us thank the Lord, right? Fill up your cup with that love from the Lord. And mm -hmm. she did fill up the cup with Sarhian music, praising music, mm -hmm. thanking the Lord. And then for him, offer it, not for the husband, because the, at that moment, you don't want to give anything for the husband, right? Right. At that moment was, I fall asleep hearing the music for the Lord, praising the Lord, thanking the Lord for, for his love, for him being there. And then the next morning I woke up and I made a cup of coffee for him. Because I said, you need to take a small action, as small as possible. You don't have to... Like for her, one of the small steps was like even like just touching her husband in the back. Mm. Like, I don't want you to hug him. I don't want you to, because we don't feel like it, right? Right. Which comes right. from our thoughts, but we don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, just touch his back. Mm -hmm. And for her, even touching her back was too much at that moment. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that she said, okay, I'm going to make a cup of coffee for him. Mm -hmm. And she made that cup of coffee. And she told me, I used to get angry. And be at that state for two weeks without talking to him, mm. without talking anything at all to him. Mm -hmm. But that cup of coffee, he saw it and she broke that pattern that they have done for so long. Right. Because that cup of coffee means like 
the door kind of kind of open like a lid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was becoming a gift, which is the words that we now have as Catholic coaches. I, I don't mean to interrupt the story, but you had so many tools in the secular training that you had in the human development. And not to say that personal development industry hasn't done well. It has changed so, so many people. And yet, when we understand it through Thomas Aquinas, I mean, the funny thing is, is that like literally the Catholic church has actually known all this for years and years and years. We just right. didn't know how to express it. And so what I'm hearing you say is the tools that she used, first of all, movement. Thomas Aquinas actually talks a lot about that in his letter on how to study that mm-hmm. movement. Like you said, the integration between the mind, body, and soul, moving our bodies, giving praise, putting it back. St. Ignatius talks about art first is giving praise and reverence to God. So she gave praise to God through music, through accepting his love. She rested. Resting is so important so that the integration, and then she chose, she willed her body. She chose to use her own free will to give her husband the cup of coffee, no matter what he was going to do. And that is half the battle of this whole dance of everyone is really, we talk about locus of control is understanding that I'm only in control of myself and I'm not responsible for how you're going to react, how you're going to respond to what I do or what I say, or what that's not my responsibility but she made that choice. I'm choosing to love my husband in this tiny, tiny way. This is all I can give, Lord. This is so beautiful. It's going back to the beginning of the series. We talked about the feeding of the 5,000 when we only had two fish and five loaves. And then our Lord says, gather all of the fragments so that nothing can be wasted. And there's 12 baskets full, right? She gave just a fragment, just a Mm -hmm. fragment. She couldn't even touch his back. She's like, I can't even do that. And yet how beautiful is the Lord? The Lord will work with anything that we can give him. Yes. She she praised him. She connected with the Lord. She remembered that she's a beloved daughter of God, Mm -hmm. that no matter what, forget her husband, forget anybody else. She is the beloved daughter of God. It always starts with a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We have to have that personal relationship connection first thousands of crowds and the woman with hemorrhaging he healed because she believed and she touched his tassel right he's an individual god that's what's so important is that we think that this god who created all of the universe and yet he's a personal god who desires a personal relationship and once she connected with him Then she was able to just say, okay, Lord, I'm going to give this one little cup of coffee to him. And that was the thing. And that was like the tiny little hole that broke the dam. It literally did. It literally did. Because she said he has never opened himself the way he did after that. Wow. It was like, wow. And that's my break point where I was like, I want to be a Catholic coach because what you said, the difference between the tools with the personal development and, and the Lord is that the grace of the Lord was the one that filled up her, that praising, that thankfulness with the Lord, that that allowing the Lord to love her. That's the one that made the miracle. Yeah. It, it, I mean, the tool was great. I right, mean, she right. knew she knew what to do. 
but it was the grace that made this miracle that he opened up at that level and, yeah. and that, that they were able to create that connection at that level oh, so I beautiful. saw that I was like ah oh, it so was that beautiful. it was the grace of the Lord yes right? and 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 just it's just one other thing I'm going to kind of jump into a little go a little deeper is because this is Thanksgiving and this this theme is giving thanks in all all circumstances. But one of my own challenges as many times is everyone in America is celebrating this beautiful holiday and they're like, oh, let's thanks. But who are they giving thanks to? Right. And it's the thing again when I was studying personal development in the secular realm. Oh yeah, I'd heard about a gratitude journal for years, but who are you giving thanks to? Again, it's going back to this personal relationship. We have a personal God who wants this relationship. You're not just throwing it up to some universe or whatever. The act of gratitude, again, it's that that reciprocal, right? We're giving and we're receiving, but who are we giving it to so that we can receive from? And that's right. really what you had taught her because she was Catholic and you were Catholic. And even though you hadn't the actual Catholic coaching training per se, and now understand like, oh, this is what Thomas Aquinas says. Oh, this is what ca the Catholic catechism says. This is the reason why we do these things. And this is the tool. And this is how the Lord works in this coaching process. The Lord still used it. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. And, and such a breakthrough because he desires a relationship with both her and her husband. Right. You know, and together as a couple. And that's the beautiful thing is that, you know, those those grace-filled moments. St. John Paul II used to say when he would be out on that balcony and see thousands and thousands of people in uh, St. Peter's Square. I, I had read a book. He said, I wonder how the mysterious grace of God is going to work because we can get overwhelmed. And this is part of the problem with the world today is that, like you said, going back to the original part of your story of like being identified as I'm the environmentalist, I'm this person, but really it was the cog in the wheel. Like you're just a spoke, right? That's the socialistic mentality is that you're only worth what you do in your job. Right. You, but once you cannot perform, then you're not valuable. And right. that is where our society has gone, which is why we have all this crazy disorder and this lack of value of the human being. But mm -hmm. God doesn't work that way. God works with each and every human being. Pope Benedict <laughs> says that we, every single one of us, is not an accidental cause of evolution. Every single right. one of us is a thought in God's mind. That was one of the things my husband gave me on the catechesis way back when, when we first started homeschooling, you know, over 30 years ago, we were talking somewhere. My little five-year-old was asking something about God. And my husband just said very plainly, very matter-of-factly, well, each of us is a thought of, in God's mind. He, God thought of you before your mom and I ever got together, ever knew each other. And the, and then that thought, like the, we are a thought in God's mind, like he has planned, he knows us, he chose us. It is so amazing. And now with us, we've been talking a lot about in the Catholic coaching realm about temperaments of how we're made that God has created us. So we're uniquely called the sanctity, right? Which is what 
Vatican II all called, like everyone is called to holiness, not just priests and religious, but every single human being is called to holiness. And that is what you helped that woman is that you helped her. You were just kind of her guide to draw ever closer to the Lord. And now she's on this path of holiness. Right. So beautiful. So, 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 so beautiful. And we could talk for hours. I know. (laughs) And I wish we could, but this is Thanksgiving and people probably want to get on with their Thanksgiving. I hope you all are really enjoying this conversation. I really want to encourage my Latinas or, you know, you heard Myra, she's great at English as well, but her part of the vineyard is to our Latina women who are desiring and have a yearning and maybe a brokenness of remembering that they are beloved daughters of God. Every single one of us is a beloved daughter of God. And sometimes we forget that. And and sometimes women don't even know, like, what does that even mean? I really want to encourage you to reach out to Myra. We're going to put in the show notes, her link. You can find her on Instagram, Myra to coach Catolica, right? Is that that's Catholica, how I find you. Yes. And just very fast, the reason why I created this tribe, it started like a group coaching. And it was them, the one who said, this is not a group. This is a tribe. Oh, beautiful. Because beautiful. we find that sisterhood. We find that support, that mm-hmm. praying for one another, being there for one another, and having this community that we're so eager to have. Mm-hmm. because sometimes in the world we don't find this sisterhood in mm-hmm. Christ and this is a sisterhood in Christ growing in in your human formation with your spiritual formation that's what I love about the tribe we meet every Tuesday for an hour I do the coaching the teaching and we grow together and mm-hmm. just to finish one of the ladies the first one who actually ignited the tribe the one, the first one that the Lord brought me mm-hmm. here to, to ignite the tribe, she actually had said the thankfulness, the tool of being thankful, of thanking my husband. At the beginning, I was like, what am I going to thank him for? Like, that's his duty, right? That That's the less that he can do. And I said, just, I love what she said, the, the feedback that she told me. What if we only get the things that we are thankful for the next day, right? What if tonight, whatever you thank God tonight is the only thing that you get tomorrow? Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. things are you going to be thanking for that you wanted to be in your life the day after? Right. And for me, I was like, because she got from, oh, he must do that. It's his duty. It's his role. It's his responsibility. To the point that it's like, I am so thankful for Mm -hmm. everything, everything. Mm -hmm. I now know that I need to thank the Lord for every little detail in my life because I want it. I want it every Mm -hmm. day of my life and I want to appreciate it. I don't want to take it for granted. Right. That's part of it is that we, we take so many things for granted or we sit and complain because of the things that we don't have. And instead of saying, you know what, Lord, like you and I said, we, we're so thankful for our brokenness, you know, yes. I, I, and I mentioned that to you before is that, yes, the seven years of infertility was so, so difficult. And yet the Lord gave me this great grace to lean in on him and to right. fall into his arms and 
I always wonder, my family and I have talked about like, well, if it had been my plan, we probably would have had eight. And yet, if I'd had that many children when I did, would I have the relationship with the Lord that I have? And, or would I would have been more broken? I mean, I can never, I'll never know that that one, (laughs) but I'm grateful for the infertility, for the deep depression that I had, for the woundedness, for the brokenness that I had. And, and that is one of those things for me, one of our coaching tools, we kind of like try to flip it on the other side. Like, how is this awesome? That is a beautiful question for us when we start to complain or feel misery because of the situation, but like, how is this an awesome thing? How is this really good for you? Because right. if we understand God's permissive will, which is always a very hard, hard the- theological understanding of the truth, like God is somehow permitting this, otherwise it wouldn't happen. So how is a good God allowing this evil to happen, right? Right. And, yet, and that's where we understand St. Paul that says where sin abounds, Grace abounds even more, which is what that confidence in St. John Paul II had was that in spite of all of the wounds and all of the sins that these people, thousands and thousands of people that he would overlook, this ocean of people, he knew that somehow the mysterious grace of God was happening in each person's life. And that's what you're bringing to these women. I want to give thanks to the Lord for you, for your courage and for your brokenness. I mean, that sounds kind of crazy, but really praise God for your own brokenness. I do. I do. I do. And I see it like in the time that we met Mama Jane, I have gone through another, because sometimes we think that, oh, I'm healed, Lord. I'm already healed. I'm good. And no, the Lord allowed me to go through another wave. That's right. It's right. And And it's, that's the beauty of being a Catholic is that we are always going through the passion, the death and the resurrection. Our Lord said, if you want to be my disciple, then you need to pick up your cross and follow me. So it's not going to be rainbows and and unicorns. That's what I that's what I tell people is that it, you know, yes, you're gonna find the resurrection, it's gonna be glorious, and and heaven is gonna be so glorious. And yet, because we're all broken and we live in a sinful world, we're going to have to go through that passion and that death somehow, some way over and over again. And I just want to share one more thing is that we've been talking about this perimenopause series, and I actually have a group for myself also, and we call it the Uniquely Beautiful You community. And it was a 12-week program that I started. And at the end of the program, I was like, all right, ladies. And they're like, no, we want to continue with this community. And so it's for older women who listen to my podcast, who found me and they're like, well, that's great, Jane, but I don't need fertility assistance. I don't need to know how to chart, but I do still need your coaching ability. And especially, like I said, every one of us is wounded in all phases, you know, early motherhood, marriage, single perimenopause, postmenopause. And so that's the community that I'm kind of building. And it's just really beautiful to see that just to share one of the women told me, I am 52 years old and I never knew that I had a choice in my thoughts. She said, that has been so freeing that I don't have to think this thought anymore. It's so beautiful. And she's like, I can't even tell you. And it's just these little tiny shifts, these little graces. And going back to Sister Faustina, 
mercy goes to the lowest point and yet it goes also out and the shifts that the graces that other people have that receive because of the one person that changes it just right. takes that one person to stand up and say lord i need you i need help how is this and the lord's going to bring a catholic coach in a different way learning tools being open to diligence being docile and willing to practice the tools and shifting and then the other relationships in that person's life are shifted and sometimes people don't even realize how their life is improving so praise god thank you so so much for this yeah, interview thank you for the time i really desire to just have the lord bless your business bless all of your women and your tribe and would you do us a favor normally i close with the the blessing of saint paul to the thessalonians but myra's going to close this in espanol well before i close just thank you mama jane thank you for that love of mama for all of us thank oh. you for that the, from the moment that i met you i was like oh mama jane it's like <laughs> You feel all this love through the screen. So I'm so eager to go to El Paso and get that big hug from you. Okay? Yes, mi, mi casa su casa. <laughs> yes. So in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Que el Dios de la paz los haga santos en toda su persona. Que se digne guardarlos sin reproche en su espíritu, su alma y su cuerpo hasta la venida de Cristo Jesús, nuestro Señor. Nuestro Señor. Amén. Gracias a Dios. Thank you, everyone. God bless you and have a happy Thanksgiving and we will see you next week. Si hablas en español, haz clic en, en la enlace para unirte a la tribu de Mayra. So if you speak Spanish, go ahead and click the link to join Mayra's tribe. And if you speak English, go ahead and click the Unique Beautifully You community and join our tribe. We thank you and we hope we can serve you. God bless you.